Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, Clark Kent tells how Jimmy Olsen was condemned to die on the planet Utopia and reveals how he learned the details of the young reporter's predicament. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, for a hobby that's just as much fun as taking snapshots of your friends, I nominate collecting those nifty comic buttons in the new series from Packages of Kellogg's Pep. Because every one of those buttons has a picture of one of your comic strip friends. Characters that you've known and liked for a long, long time. Eighteen of them in all, like Brenda Starr and Cindy and Spud and uh, the Little Moose, uh, Beezy and Goofy and Superman, of course. And they're done up in full bright colors, too, so that they show up like anything when you pin them on your jacket or your dress or cap. Boy, is it fun collecting these pet comic buttons. And there's that exciting moment every time that Mom opens a new package of pet to see which button's inside. And if it happens to be a duplicate, well, that's even more fun because then you can trade with your pals. So hop to it, gang. Get busy on your collection. Ask Mom to get you a package or two of Kellogg's Pep. Now, you don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy these comic buttons. You just look for one inside your package of Pep. That's Kellogg's Pep, you know, the sunshine cereal loaded with sunny, golden toasted flavor. These crisp, fresh whole wheat flakes sure do hit the spot for breakfast and in between snacks. So ask Mom to get you some P.E.P., the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now, the adventures of Superman. Assigned by editor Perry White to write a feature story on Superman's most unusual adventure, Clark Kent gave it much thought. Then he selected an experience that began one day when Jimmy Olsen was taken to the planet Utopia by Anthar and Poco, two Utopians who wanted to convince the young reporter that their people planned to invade and conquer Earth. Now, Kent continues with his story. Immediately upon arrival on Utopia, Jimmy and Anthar were thrown into jail by order of the vicious regent to await trial and a predetermined death sentence. But Poco, the fat little rhymester, managed to talk with Jimmy and learned from him that Editor White might be able to contact me, that is, Superman. So Poco, taking his life in his hands, set out on an attempt to reach Perry White. Meanwhile, Jimmy and Anthar were brought from their cells to an anteroom of Utopia's huge Senate chamber, where they waited for the senators to assemble for their hearing. We have a chance for a fair trial. I fear not, friend James. Why? Because of the hundred senators who will sit in judgment upon us. All but a scant few are Zeram's men, personally chosen by him to do his bidding. Well, how come? Don't you have elections up here in Utopia? We always did before Zeram seized control of the government. Now Zeram and he alone says who shall and who shall not hold office. I know his kind. There are still a few of them left on Earth, too. But when our United Nations really get swinging, there won't be any more like that at all. That is as it should be. Amen. 
That doesn't solve our problem right now. Indeed it does not. I feel now that nothing can save us from Zeram's wrath. Unless Poco manages to go through with what he told me last night. What? You saw Poco last night? Uh Uh-huh. Somehow or other, he managed to get to the window of my cell. Tell me, tell me, what did he say? Well, he said he was convinced that only Superman could get us out of this mess. And he asked me how to locate him. Yes, yes. I couldn't tell him any more than I told you. That is, that I don't know. Except that maybe if he could manage to contact Mr. Kent or Mr. White, maybe they could help. So he said he... That he would attempt another trip to Earth? That's right. That is just what I feared he might do. What do you mean you fear? That's our only chance. Yes, but poor Poco knows little of interplanetary navigation. Without help, he may be lost in space. Oh, no. Poor Poco. It was his lot in life to play the fool. And as a fool, he will die. So it was in a spirit of dejection and utter hopelessness that, a few minutes later, Jimmy and Antar were ushered by armed guards into the Senate chamber, where on a high throne planted on a dais overlooking 100 white-robed senators sat Zaram, feet-nosed, fierce-eyed regent of Utopia. Silence! Zaram, the great and glorious regent of all Utopia, speaks. Boy, what a build-up for that ugly puss. Please, James, be quiet. Gentlemen of the Senate, fellow Utopians, we meet today on an unhappy occasion to learn that Anthar, one whom we all loved and trusted, a man who once earned the respect of his fellows, has now become a turncoat, a foul traitor. Hey, what kind of a trial is this? Is there an asking or telling them? I warned you not to expect a fair trial. What cares, Anthar, the man our people trusted? That our planet is doomed to be shattered in space within a few weeks. What cared he that our people are thus doomed to death? No! Anthar cared only for himself. For by acting as a traitor to Utopia, he was promised great riches and power on Earth. If we are destroyed... Be sure getting this bunch worked up with the old rabble-rouser technique. And now, gentlemen, this same Anthar, a base traitor, dares ask that we grant a fair trial to him and his fellow conspirator, the spy, James Olsen. However, Keeping in mind that Utopia is, after all, a democracy... It is our duty to listen to Anthar, even though we know beforehand what our vote will be! Courage, friend James. I will do my utmost to change their minds. Fellow Utopians and fellow members of the Senate... yesterday to earth, but I went there for but one reason, to speak with only one person whom I was sure could help us, and unfortunately, I failed to find him. However, gentlemen, hear me when I say that we not only commit a great moral wrong by planning to invade the earth, but it will mean our destruction. I have heard enough. Gentlemen of the Senate, Shall we waste time in debate here? Shall we wait and risk defeat? Or shall we strike now while the people of Earth are off guard and so secure a new homeland for our people? No, 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 no. Peace! 
Superman could save him. But he reckoned without the courageous and loyal Poco. In a moment, we'll return for more of Clark Kent's story. So keep listening. Say, talk about double talk, gang. Did you ever listen in while some of the fellows and girls are swapping duplicate comic buttons from that new series that now come in packages of Kellogg's Pep? I guess those conversations would... Well, it'd sound mighty funny to anybody who didn't know about those swell pep comic buttons. Like uh, one fellow says, hey, I trade you Goofy for Pat Patton. And another comes in and says, I'll take that, and I have two supermen. Uh, who wants to swap? And then another will say, uh, what do you offer for uh, Judy or Corky? Well, that sort of double talk sure means a lot to you, to you fellows and girls who are collecting those exciting pep comic buttons because you're all mighty anxious to collect all 18 buttons in the series. And they're so easy to get, too. You don't have to send in a single penny, not even a box stop. Fact is, you can't buy them anywhere. But every time Mom opens a new package of Kellogg's Pep, there's your comic button inside, your exclusive prize. And Pep's on the exclusive side when it comes to good eating, too. Believe me, you can't find another dish with that sunny golden toasted flavor. So delicious, you want to keep right on eating. Talk about teasing your morning appetite. Why, Pep makes you want to eat hearty. So remember, gang, ask Mom to get you lots of P-E-P. The sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Now, back to Clark Kent's thrilling story. As Jimmy Olsen and Anthar heard their doom pronounced by Zaran, I was sleeplessly pacing the floor in my apartment when I was suddenly startled to attention by the ringing of my phone. Hello, Clark Kent speaking. Oh, Kent, this is Burroughs at the office. Oh, yes, I if I didn't wake you up. No, I haven't been asleep. Matter of fact, I've been out all night hunting for Jim Olsen. Yeah, I didn't get much sleep myself worrying about him. Yeah. Hey, listen, Kent, we uh, just had a flash on the teletype. About Jim? Well, no. Oh, well, turn the story over to someone else, will you, Burroughs? I'm giving all my time to looking for Jim. Oh, sure, I know, but this is very strange, Kent, and it seems to concern you. Me? How? Well, it sounds crazy to me, but it's been authenticated. Oh? Now, listen to this. Some kind of a huge white ball fell out of the sky about 20 minutes ago and landed in the middle of Main and Franklin Streets. What? Yeah, I said it sounded crazy, but Peters happened to be nearby and he authenticated it. 
He says the ball seems to be some kind of a weird plane or rocket ship or something. Well, I'll be... Listen, Burroughs, was there anyone in it? Yeah, that's the other crazy part of it. There was a little fat man in it. There was? Yes. Peter says he was dressed in shorts and sandals and had tiny silver bells on his wrists and ankles. And get this, Kent, before he passed out of the picture, he asked for you. For me? Yes, Peter swears... Well, never mind, listen. Where is he now, the little fat man? Uh, at St. John's Hospital. Hospital? Well, sure, I told you he passed out of the picture when the ball crashed. Great Scott, is he... Uh, how badly is he hurt, do you know? No, I don't, but my guess is there wouldn't be much left of anybody after crashing in a contraption like that. Well, cross your fingers and hope he isn't done for, Burroughs. Because if he is, I'm afraid we'll never see Jimmy again. against hope that the little man might yet be alive to tell me something about Jimmy, I stripped off my street clothes and, as Superman, rocketed out of my window toward St. John's Hospital. Tomorrow, gang, Clark Kent reveals the condition in which he found Poco and what the little rhymester was able to tell him. And from there on begins the most exciting part of Superman's most unusual adventure, the mystery of the lost planet. So don't miss a minute of it. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, here's an easy question. What's the snap, crackle, and pop cereal? Why, Kellogg's Rice Krispies, of course. The only cereal so crisp it goes snap, crackle, and pop in milk. Whenever you see those famous little elves snap, crackle, and pop in the cartoons or on the Rice Krispies package, you think of how crisp those golden bubbles of oven pop rice can be. And when you hear their song of crispiness in your cereal bowl, you know that you're in for some good eating. Yes, sir, it's the one and only snap, crackle, and pop cereal, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>